Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts, a live bi-weekly show to help you know what to do and what's new in digital marketing for 2021 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading experts. Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts. I'm Marissa Morgan, your show host, and I am also the Business Development Manager at Engage. On behalf of myself and the whole team at Engage, welcome to our bi-weekly show. We're talking about growing exponentially while staying in control of your most valuable online asset. What is that asset? Well, that's what we're here to discuss today with our guest expert. Don't go anywhere. You don't want to miss his insightful tips and amazing advice on your most valuable asset. We'll find out what that is in just a moment. And be sure to stick around to the end of the show because after our talk, we will share our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week. Every single week, we share a tip or a trend that's happening in digital marketing, and you don't want to miss that either. So make sure you stick around till the end of the show for that. Before we get started, I want to share that all of this valuable content today is brought to you by Engage. That is N-G-A-G-G-E. You can check us out online at engage.com. Now, what is Engage? Engage is a platform with 25 or more, really, 25-plus free-forever tools to really help you optimize the customer experience. And I think we can all agree that in today's super competitive environment, the key differentiator, right, for all businesses is customer experience. Happy customers buy more. They convert faster. They return less. And they remain loyal. So how do you provide your customers with the best possible customer experience? Well, first, you make it convenient for customers to communicate with you. And then second, you want to build trust. And that is where you'll want to check out Engage. It is the world's only free forever suite of over 25 smart engagement tools that are focused entirely on optimizing customer experience. Of course, when you optimize customer experience, you're going to build your business, you're going to grow, you're going to be more profitable. And Engage can not only help you do that, but Engage is free forever. So at the end of the show, please go to Engage.com and check out our suite of 25 free forever tools to help you build that customer experience. All right. Well, today our guest is joining us from across the pond in Manchester, England, His name is Peter Dickinson, and if you don't know who Peter Dickinson is, you need to. Peter Dickinson's career in technology started in 1984. He likes to joke that was back when you used to time punch uh, actual punch cards, right? Um, Peter, I was only three years old back then, so (laughs) I wouldn't know anything about that, but I hear it was pretty awful. He has worked with over 500 companies in a wide range of sectors over the last 20 years. And today, besides being a business and digital marketing coach, he is the founder and managing director of Cub Limited, which is a hybrid digital marketing agency. He trains, coaches, manages, and delivers, which means he can not only help clients do themselves, like do it themselves, the digital marketing, but if clients don't want to learn and do it themselves, he can do it for his clients. So he can help everybody in the digital marketing sector. Uh, Fun fact, Cub Cub Limited is about, um, let's see, five years ago, this is a fun fact, he actually brought his daughter in, Sharla, to join him in growing the agency. And I'll tell you what, in my book, he wins dad of the year because (laughs) he's basically setting her up to be able to take over what is now going to become a family business. So I think that's awesome, Peter. And not to mention, Peter must know a thing or two about digital marketing because, well, he has over 30,000 followers, connections on LinkedIn. 
So I think we can all take a tip from Peter's book. And today he is here to give us tips on how to grow your business exponentially while staying in control of your most valuable asset online. What is that asset? Well, let's welcome Peter and we will find out. Peter, thank you so much for joining us today on our show. Yeah, it's great to be happy, uh, Great to be here. Really happy to be uh, chatting with you today, Marissa. I've been really looking forward to it. We're really happy to have you here because not only does your impressive career span, you know, so many sectors and you've worked with so many different companies and businesses in coaching, but now you've founded this company, right? That uh, really, I think is so great. It's going to become a family business and your daughter is now working with you to not only provide insight for companies in the digital marketing world, but you give them the option. You give your clients the chance to learn and do themselves or you implement digital marketing strategy for them. So tell us a little bit more, Peter, about the path that led you to founding your company. Okay, so 20 years ago, I ran an eight million pound revenue organic waste business, uh, but was badly affected by the, uh, the epidemic in the UK foot and mouth. Uh, and uh, it's where people couldn't get onto the farms. They, uh, we were doing, it was, it was a, quite a dreadful time. So COVID is a bit of a deja vu for me. Well, basically it meant that I couldn't get waste, the organic waste we had to the farmland. And, um, and so the business uh, failed. Nobody wants to hire a managing director who's stuffed a business. So I had to set up, a, so as I'd set up other businesses in the past, um, I uh, set, set up uh, Cub. And uh, I then won a government contract to to provide business support, weirdly, to people's businesses who were failing because of foot and mouth. Oh, wow. And, you, and they used to say to me, you know nothing, Gart, lad. You, you, well, we say that in Lancashire. Uh, you, you know nothing, lad. You, you know, you've not been there. I said, well, lad, I've just stuffed a business, an £8 million waste business because of foot and mouth. I really do know what it's like. And I won empathy from straight straight from day one, which was which was really good. Um, and so since then, I've worked with over five hundred businesses, like you say, over the last twenty years. I'm a great believer in in uh, transferring knowledge. You know, I, I you know sit there and train my team, and you know make sure they get the best training and so forth. And um, and and so the name Cub stands for knowledge underpinning business. Now, for those of us not in England, I feel like underpinning might be a word we're not familiar with the meaning exactly. What does that mean in terms of your name, Cub? Yeah. So I started life as a civil engineer. And what you, when you put foundations under a building, you underpin it. So the knowledge uh, underpins so knowledge your business, just like, like a building. Got it. Now you're celebrating or you're about to celebrate a really big anniversary next month, you said, on June 11th. What yeah. is so special about June 11th for your company? Uh, so 20 years I've been doing this. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, it's weird. I, I have no, absolutely no idea where that time's gone. 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 I've really enjoyed the experience of, you know, we, you obviously have ups and downs and we got hit by COVID and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. we've, we've rebounded. We've doubled in size. You know, I've hired people during lockdown, which is really weird because I've not met some of my team yet. <laughs> Interesting. So you've had to also pivot and adapt to the pandemic that has really hit the world, um, all of, every sector every, globally. Well, Northern England have been hit quite not as bad as obviously India and places like that. But we've we've been in lockdown since about September last year, mm -hmm. and we're still in lockdown. We're getting out of it now. You know, we, the vaccines are really starting to kick in and work. So uh, if you've not had your vaccine, my view is go and get it because. Most of the half the population, over half the population in the UK is now vaccinated. It's wonderful. Well, congratulations. So, June 11th, your 20 year anniversary. That's so wonderful. Now, obviously, you've worked with companies across so many sectors, over 500 companies. Um, if you'd like, feel free to drop a few names of some of the companies you've helped. But <laughs> what is the most common problem that your clients are looking for you to solve, Peter? Okay. All the businesses I've worked with, bar, bar none, all want to grow their businesses. Everybody, if, if you're a business owner, you, you want to grow your business. You want to be more profitable. You want to get, you know, get more money into the bank. And, um, you know, so sales and marketing are number one uh, in terms of, you know, what people want. 
People always want to grow. They want to scale. They want more leads. And then they come to you because they need help with the digital marketing piece of that. Do you do you find that that, that issue or those issues vary across industries, company size, uh, geography? Do, does that vary or is it pretty much the same problem across the board? It, it's bizarrely the same problem. It comes in different guises and, and obviously the solutions are massively different. Mm-hmm. But the, the, that sort of core driver to to grow the business it doesn't matter what business you're in people want to do that and um you know so we look at the whole business process not just the sales and marketing but at the end of the day they want more sales they want more revenue and you know more more dollars to put in their pocket um Everybody wants more money. Well, today you're here to share tips, right? On growing your sales exponentially while staying in control of your most valuable asset online. Now, we're all waiting anxiously to hear, what is our most valuable asset online, Peter? What is it? Well, it's the only asset you can control. It's the only asset that that nobody can take away from you. and um, And it's your website. Well, that makes sense because obviously websites are a valuable tool, right, for companies that not only allows them to drive leads, get information out to their target demographic, increase sales, but I I think there's a lot of people, and I think you'll agree with me, Peter, I think there's a lot of companies and people out there that think, okay, well, I have a website and I spend all this time creating content for my website, photos, copy, videos, even maybe offering live chat options on their website, and they think that that's all they need. But I believe you're here to tell us no, right? There's a probably a list of things that people need to do to make sure that their website is driving sales, driving leads. Is that right? Absolutely. You know, so many people go, oh, I've got a new website. I'm going to make lots of money. Well, <laughs> when, the, when, the web, when the web was born, so, you know, around about 1996, we started getting onto the web and you, you could put things up there and people would, you know, would basically find you and come, you know, come and, and, and sort of, and when e-commerce actually started to work, people would buy things and it was relatively easy to get to get to the top of the search engines. But of course now you, you build a website and you've got to do a lot more work in order to make it work. And, and you know, and people sometimes don't realize you know, a the importance of the website. So you know who who controls it, who owns it. Um, mm-hmm. Through to has it got any errors in it? And you could say, oh, it's brand new. It's got a new website. Well, if I if I run the tools that we're going to talk about in in the show uh, over that site, so it takes me what three seconds, five seconds. I'll I'll say, well, actually, no. There's a whole bunch of errors there which you've got to get fixed. And and. What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. If you're just tuning in, welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence. <laughs> Ask the experts. I'm your host, Marissa. Peter is here all the way from across the pond in the UK. And I'm just interrupting him for one second because what he said just blew my mind. Today, we're talking about your most valuable asset for increasing sales, getting the leads you want. And Peter has, has shared with us that that is your website because no one can take that away from you. But he just said in a matter of maybe three to five seconds, he can actually look at a company's website, your personal website, whatever, and and immediately be able to pick out errors on your website that could be costing you sales and leads and money, which is in in three to five seconds. So clearly we've brought the right expert on for today's show. (laughs) It's going to start right there. Now, also being that our show is global and I see so many of you are watching right now on LinkedIn Live in the comment section. If you have questions for Peter, I encourage you to drop them in the comment section so we can answer them live right now during our show. But also being that we are a global show, drop us a comment and let us know where you're watching from today because we are all about interacting and that is what this, this, this platform is all about. So Definitely let us know where you're watching from and if you have any questions for Peter as we dive into our talk right now about websites. So, Peter, I I created a slide for our talk today because I realize you have so much information you want to share. And in all fairness, we only have about 30 minutes. So I'm going to put this slide up and just let everybody who's watching right now understand all the different things we're going to cover as best we can, right, in our time together. So 
we're going to talk about how maintaining your website, right? Control of your website is incredibly important. We're going to talk about domain ownership, hosting, updates, security of your website. Then we're going to dive into optimizing your website for marketing. So things like page speed, error reduction, being found, responsiveness, user experience, your calls to action. I mean, if you're not telling people what to do on your website, what's the point, right? We're going to talk about live chat and bots, forms, and metrics. So I almost want to say on your market set, go. Um, <laughs> we've got a lot to cover. So if you're just joining us, you are joining at the right time because we're diving into it now. So Peter, let's talk about maintaining control of your website, specifically domain ownership. Do you want to own your website? If I mean, should your developer be owning your website? Tell us your thought process on ownership of the website. Start okay. <clears throat> so people think of their website as, um, you know, so if you've got your URL, yourcompany.com, for example, they think, oh, that's my website and everything. Well, it isn't. That's the domain. Yourcompany.com is your domain. Okay. You must own that domain. Please do not let your developer um, say, oh, I'll set it up for you. You know, get your developer, sit them in front of, get you in front of a screen, you know, like GoDaddy or one of the, you know, we, we've got one, two, three, Reg, fast host, things like that. Mm -hmm. and, and, and with your credit card, you set that account mm. up. Get somebody, you can do it by Zoom, you know, and, um, and, and so your details are the ones on, on your credit card or in that domain. That is absolutely critical. Because wow, okay. Yeah. So step number one, and this is something that people just hire a developer, they source it to a company maybe and say, okay, whatever, you just take care of it. Yeah. Um, and you're saying, no, first thing yeah. is ownership of your domain. You yeah. must own your domain. Absolutely. It's not whether, it's not maybe where your email or, or, or where your website's going to be hosted. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But it's where the domain is. Um, well, if you keep hold of that, somebody like myself can rescue it. But if you haven't got that, the, and the developers put it in their credit card, their details in against yourcompany.com, it's it's you've got a, a real battle if the developer isn't going to let, let that go. Wow. That seems like probably a big mistake that people make. Okay. So boom, right there. If you don't take away one thing from our show, <laughs> make sure you own your domain. Thanks, Peter. Yeah. Great advice. Okay, let's move on to website hosting. And I know there was a website actually that you shared with us that we can share yeah. with the audience. Can I pop that up now? Um, yeah, sounds good. sounds good. Okay, talk to us about hosting your website and then siteground.com. What can our yeah. viewers find on that uh, particular website? Okay, there are, there are lots of good hosting companies out there. Um, and um, you may have your domain, say, for example, you may register it with your credit card, et cetera, through GoDaddy. And then through some very simple changes, we can then say to that uh, in, in your GoDaddy control panel, the actual website is going to be somewhere else, okay? And your email will probably sit with something like Office 365 or it sit with G Suite or whatever. That's all set up from, from GoDaddy or, or equivalent. Um, SiteGround, one of the issues we face uh, when, we, when we're working on people's websites, we, we have a thing called Website SOS, where we have to fix people's problems, you know, the developer's given up, gone away, or whatever, um, you know, because they've, they've used somebody who's sitting in the back of the garage or the back, back room doing some stuff, and then they disappear. And we have to go and come in and, and rescue these things. Um, so the SiteGround guys, the reason why I mention them, we have no connection with them, and, and neither does Marissa. It's, I've never it's, heard of it until today, so I'm excited <laughs> to what it is. Go ahead. But the guys, the technical guys there are free. You know, you obviously pay for the hosting, but they're free. And it means that even at midnight, you know, when you're trying to fix a problem for the client to get the thing running the next day, there's somebody there who really knows what they're talking about. It's not somebody who's you know, in a call center somewhere following a script, they're actually genuinely really good and, and knowledgeable guy, uh, people. And, and they get the problems fixed. I've never had a problem that's not been fixed with these guys. And the second thing, the reason why you should look at these guys, or 
you know, use these principles to pick another hosting company is that they do an automatic backup of your site every single night without asking, without cost. We had a, a, one of the clients get charged every time they wanted a backup of their site. Uh, I'll translate it into dollars for you, $80. You know, imagine paying $80 just to get your site backed up. Horrendous. What's going on? So this is done automatically, free. And then the best bit, so if you're managing your website yourself, and we always encourage people, you know, if the site's been well built, they should be able to do quite a bit of the management themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, is is um, is a, is a is a, a, a non technical three click restore. So you go on to so you go. Oh, I've made a mess. I messed it up. You know, I've, I've broken the site. It's completely wrecked. It won't load up or whatever. You just go back onto the into the control panel. You go to restore. You click it. Restore. Yes. Click. Boom. Site go and put it back for you. Without any hassle, not any talking to anybody, and boom, you know, because it happens to everybody. We, I was working on a client site, updating the little bits of software which are called plugins, and the site broke. I was like, oh crumbs! So within seconds, jumped onto site ground, click restore, boom, up and running again. So it's um, it really is a, a real lifesaver, you know, because if you if you haven't got a facility, it can take days to get your site back up again. That's incredible. So we already talked about domain ownership. Now we're talking about hosting your website. And Peter's tip is to host your website however you choose, but use basically a service, almost like a tech service that can help you with your tech issues and also for free can back up your website every single night. And then obviously you just shared another tip, Peter, which was how to, if you host your own website and you're doing everything yourself, there is a very easy way to actually restore your website to maybe a previous, a previous, let's call it just a setting or a previous, you know, if you make a mistake in, in hosting, you can actually restore your website. And then what was, and what, and what are we clicking again to restore your website? Can you share those tips again? If people are like, yeah, so write it down. (laughs) (laughs) This is site ground, but maybe your hosting company does. Please chat with your hosting company. Um, Normally you'd be able to go to the restore. You'd be able to look at all the previous nights. So hopefully you've got, so you can go back a few nights. So, so for example, if your site's been hacked, Right. Not been keeping it up to date. And we're going to talk about security in a minute. But if you're not been keeping it up to date and your site's been hacked, you can go back a week. You can go back two weeks and then simply go to the restore button and then click on restore. And then it will confirm do you want to overwrite the existing site? You say yes. And it's updated. And and you're back to where you were. And, you know, so um, it's it's worth worth checking that out with with your current hosting provider. And if they don't do it, then have a look at SiteGround. Wonderful. Well, I want to say hello to Achochi, who is tuning in. And he is tuning in, I think, from Africa. He's been watching every single show. And he actually just tagged his friend saying, hey, you need to join us. uh, Because we are live, not only on Facebook, but also on LinkedIn Live. So, yeah, don't forget, everybody watching, the feature to tag somebody who, you know, may not be watching. If you think that Peter's insights would be helpful to them and the way that they're using or not using their website right now. Okay, so we talked about domain ownership. We've talked about hosting. Let's talk about updating your website. Um, And obviously, you may not be updating your website and your code. You may have a developer who's helping you do that. But how important is it to always update your code and maintain an updated code on your website? Okay, it's super important. Um, So there are uh, bots out there you know, uh, um, cyber bots, which are checking your site to see if your site can be hacked. And, you know, on the parts of the internet, there are lists of all the vulnerabilities. So if you're using an old piece of software on your site and you've not updated it, there's a database somewhere telling these automatic pe- these automatic pieces of software. So it's not somebody, a coder in a dark room doing this. It's a machine. It's, it's rackfuls of servers. Just hacking away, just driving around, and they just go and look it, look it up. All oh, right, that site's got that vulnerability. I'll just go and hack it. You, you know, you're leaving yourself wide open. 
So you need to keep your website up to date, whether you do it or whether you get your developer to do it. You know, put them on on some kind of retainer. Don't pay a fortune for this because it's a five minute job, guys. You know, it takes. Um, you know, you don't have to pay a lot of money. We've come across companies where they wanted five hundred dollars a month to to look after somebody's website. I'm like, whoa, no. You know, we we charge about you know sixty odd dollars a month, um, and it just requires us to go on, spend an hour just doing all the updates, making sure everything's wow. fine. And that's all we need to do, and it and it keeps it everything secure because the hackers then, you know, unless it's what's called a zero day attack and they've found something that nobody else has found, but at least they're not going through a database of known vulnerabilities. Wow, that sounds so scary. People like literally, there are just bots out there preying on websites that are not updated, and you can be hacked. Yeah. Uh, Achochi, by the way, did want to say thanks for the shout out. And he is joining us all the way from Nigeria. Wow. See, Peter, I'm I telling do. you, <laughs> global show. And, and Achochi gets the award for never missing a show. We have done, I think, 11 shows, 10 or 11 shows. And he has been a viewer for every single show. So, And congratulations to you, Achochi. He's about to start um, his, I believe, degree in marketing at a, at a university. Brilliant. So he just made Brilliant. the decision to... Go all in. So congratulations, Achochi. Maybe we'll have you as a guest on our show one day and you can teach us a thing or two about digital marketing. All right. So let's talk a little bit about security and sci and uh, firewalls. And you shared another website with us that we could share with the audience, and that is wordfence.com. What, what yeah. tools can we find on wordfence.com to help with so, security? When we used to build websites, you know, people... We, we, you know, being attacked, being, you know, sort of from different places in the world wasn't really an issue. Um, but what we're finding is that more and more, because of these bots, you know, the, you know, sort of attacking sites, that you actually need to put a what's called a firewall, a sort of a little wrapper around your website to protect it from the from these people. And um, we've, we've played with a few. So the one I'm, I'm suggesting you look at, um, uh, WordFence, there are others. Um, well, that will that will and even the and the free version is still is very good and we use the free version at the moment although I suspect may look at the paid for version but the free version is brilliant and and what it will tell you is how many times your website's been attacked each week it's unbelievable. I don't know if I would want to know that to be honest <laughs> yeah Man, but it, it, that's it incredible. yeah the, the point about it is it stops the attacks you know, and you get a list of, and, and it's all around the globe, guys. And I'm not going to main con name countries because everybody will go, oh, yeah, they're, they're typical. But, you know, it can be from any country around the world. Uh, there are particular countries that seem to be more prone to it. But um, but at least, you know, so what sometimes when, we, when, I, when you know, because so, some people say, I can't update my website because of X, Y, and Z. Uh, and, and, and people are in that unfortunate situation because, of the way the site's being coded. Mm -hmm. What we can do, first thing we do is put WordFence on, and there's another one called Scurry, but um, and that's what. Uh, but but say just go for WordFence for the time being, um, and we put that on. So even though the software's out of date, we put we put this little wrapper around it, um, and obviously if if the site's getting a lot of traffic, so if you get you know two three thousand visitors a month, you know. Um, You'll find that you are becoming more of a target uh, for these attacks. So you know, so you put WordFence on, and you then get each each week a, a list of all the countries that uh, have been uh, having a go at you. Wow, that's incredible! Mm. If you're just joining us, I want to welcome you to Digital Marketing Intelligence: Ask the Experts. Our guest today is Peter Dickinson. He owns his own. Uh, digital marketing firm. So he coaches different clients to help basically understand, navigate, and win in the digital marketing arena. And today he's here to share with us why our website is our most important asset when it comes to getting the leads you want, growing sales, building your company. And many of us think just having a website is good enough, creating content, making it look pretty. But what we're learning today from Peter is there's actually a critical list. And I will actually pop that up again in case 
people are just tuning in. There's a critical list of things and maybe screenshot this so you can make this your checklist. There's a, a critical list of things that you need to do to not only maintain control of your website, but optimize your website for marketing. So one thing we talk about at Engage is optimizing customer experience. Now, I'm sure you're going to agree with me, Peter. Your website has to also provide an optimized experience for your customer or your lead or your target demographic because if it doesn't, they're not going to use the page. They're not going to know what to do when they're on it. If they, you know, the page isn't loading fast enough, they're not even going to scroll down. They're just going to leave. So let's kind of dive into now, Peter, improving your website from a marketing standpoint, optimizing your website so that it is going to provide an optimized experience for your customer. So let's talk page speed. Yeah, I think we've all been there where we've gone to visit a website and it's just not loading. And you think, oh, it's my internet, right? Maybe you give it a moment and think, oh, well, it's just my internet. But there you are just waiting and you can only wait for so long before you're like, ah, screw it. I'm moving on. How important is page speed and what can we do to optimize the page speed of our websites? Okay. So, um, you know, Google wants to give you a great experience, give their users a great experience. When they search for something and, and you then click on a link uh, through to it, <clears throat> they want your site to be really fast. You've got seconds to, to get that somebody's attention. And so your pages have to load up because every time – more time spent loading the page, the less time the user is going to be there to, to, to actually watch it. It gets worse than that. So if you spent lots of time writing lots of great content, lots of great articles, working videos and so forth, uh, but if your page speed on a mobile device, not on a desktop, but on a mobile device, mm -hmm. is slow, Google will say that, oh, that's not good enough. And you've got to remember that with all these voice-activated um, uh, boxes that you put in the house, you know, your Alexas and so forth, they only give one answer. So if you want your answer to be given out on Alexa when somebody asks for it, you've got to be number one. You've got to have that featured snippet. This so, is incredible. You're right. It's almost like we're all trying to not only be heard but be seen, and we think we're doing it just by having a website, but in actuality – there's only one winner that is really, right? And when it comes to something like Alexa, like you just said, or when it comes to the way that the algorithms happen on Google, the way that websites are going to show up, you're only seeing the top 0.1 percentile yep. as an option for you to go to. So this is... Wow. And we're still, just recently, um, we're still... Um, so you, you may have heard of Google Search Console. It's a free tool from Google which tells you all the problems with your website, and it tells you how your website's performing in Google. They've now introduced a thing called Core Vitals. And if your page speed on a mobile device, and not at your desktop, a mobile device, if they think it's too slow, they'll mark it as, 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 being, as, um, as having an error, as, as you know, not, not worthy. So it's, it's only just been introduced. So we've got probably about 12 months, I would guess, to to improve our sites, but, and this is where the GT metrics, I think you've you've got a, a thing to pop up, haven't you? Um, GT metrics, um, gtmetrix.com. Uh, you go to that site, it's free. Um, they do have a paid version, a paid model, but the free version is brilliant. Make sure that you, oh, uh, um, yeah, it's uh, 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 G-T-M-E-T-R-I-X. Yes. Okay, hang on one sec. Let me yeah, correct that. Get you there. <laughs> this is okay. a I, did, I didn't have that one saved in my thing, so that's my fault. So here we go, gtmetrics.com. Yeah. And, and what is that going to help our viewers with? So what that does, you put your website into there, mm -hmm. uh, you'll, you'll put your domain in, and make sure you register so that you do it from a country. So we have to go to London for a test. They're based in Vancouver. So um, US would probably would you don't probably don't need to log in, and it will tell you all the things that are slowing your site down. Incredible! Incredible. It's brilliant. It's an amazing tool. They've done loads of work on it as well, um, and you know you really get to know. And the thing is, a lot of it is down to images. 
people put just take an image off their off their iPhone or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then just load it up. Well, that cr- takes your website to a crawl. Take the photograph and then use some free tools to reduce it in size. You know, so if 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 you've um, got a Mac or you know, if you're, so I I quite like Adobe, the free Adobe uh, web version. Uh, of course, my designers have got all the expensive paid-for ones, but right. you know, there is a free version which you can use, which you can resize the photograph. So resize it to the size you need it for the website, and and that'll make the page speeds because that's mainly where all the a lot of the errors come from. This is incredible. First of all, you just read my mind. I was going to say, Peter, can you give me an example, right, of something <laughs> that would flag a website as having an error that thing that you wouldn't even think about, right? Just you see, think having a photo and you just did a photo that is not good quality because it's too large, et cetera, is something so simple. And then again, it can create an error and here people think, okay, well, I'm getting content on my website, but if you're not doing it right, you're really doing it all wrong. Um, Suzanne just popped in to the comment section on my end and she says, what great information, Peter, so Suzanne, thank you so much for watching. Let us know where you're tuning in from today. We would we would love to say hello. And obviously, as being a global show, we have Nigeria in the house. I'm tuning in from the Midwest. I know we've got Florida watching. India is watching. Uh, Achochi in Nigeria is watching. So Suzanne, thank you for watching. Let us know where you're watching from. Okay, Peter, one of the things that I've heard you say probably 10 times in our talk is <laughs> the word error. Um, So let's talk a little bit about error reduction and maybe the tool, I believe you shared with us a website, neilpatel.com, Uber Suggest. Um, It's true. People are going to lose trust in your company if they find errors on your website, spelling errors or, you know, links that are broken. And we all know building the customer experience and building trust with your customer is crucial. So what can we find at this website as a tool to help us reduce errors on our websites? So neilpatel.com, the guy's great. He he gives out so much free training. If there's anything, you know, we, you know, as a team always, you know, listen to Neil because he's so on the ball, you know, uh, he he is so up to date. You know, I don't know how big his agency is, but it must be massive, good amount of, um, you know, sort of people he gets. And he launched a tool. We we use um, quite sophisticated tools to look at people's websites and so forth. But he looked at he looked around. There's nothing free. There's no free version. Now we do pay for a very small amount for Uber Suggest. For the there is a paid for version, but actually the free version is really great. So if you go to neilpatel.com, Uber Suggest, put in your um, your website, click on the the site audit uh, tool. Uh, and put in your website, it will tell you everything that that uh, it thinks is wrong. Now, a lot of the stuff, you, you look at a page and you think, well, what's wrong with that? But it could be that you've not got enough content. You know, these days people are putting up, doing a blog, and they go, right, I'll just put a picture up and I'll put some words in. You're better off these days just not doing it at all <sighs> because you'll get a penalty for for, for low content. You're better off if you're going to do something, do it properly. You know, write three, five, three, three hundred words or more um, to, uh, um, you, you know, and, and really, really spend a bit of time on it. So don't do three, put badly. Do one, really great. Uh, and Neil Patel gives you loads and loads of tips to do email marketing, you know, search engine optimization, you know, all these tools to to, to help you uh, grow your business. Oh, you just said our keywords from Engage, tools to help you grow your business. That's what we're all about. So (laughs) all about, you know, our company is all about optimizing the customer experience, helping your company build trust with the consumer. We can help you with your websites. And at the end of the day, it's all about not only showing up, right? We want your website to show up, but we want the information on your website to be very specific too, we want calls to action, right? You want someone to visit your website and know why they're there. Everybody's here today to learn all of this, including Suzanne, who said, by the way, she is in Leeds, England, so she's not too far from you. And then Clyde is joining us from Amsterdam, the Netherlands. So Clyde and Suzanne, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you have any questions for Peter, 
Uh, I'd say we got another 15 or 20 minutes of the show. Please leave those comments in the comment section. We would love to answer any questions you may have. Now's your time with a, a consultant and coach who uh, has about to celebrate 20 years of his coaching experience and his new company. So please leave any questions you have in the comment section. All right. I've got a few more things on our list I want to get to before the end of the show. And some of them kind of, they fall into the, a similar category, but really being found, right? Um, and we've kind of touched on that, whether your website, you know, pops up in the major search engines. It has to be properly positioned, as you said, with content and not having errors. So that's important. Yep. Also responsiveness, whether your website, website, excuse me, shows up on a mobile device. How important is that? And can you share any examples really of, you know, things okay. not to do when you're trying to uh, make sure your website is also mobile responsive? Absolutely. So, um, in the old days, when we started to do mobile website, you'd have two sites. You have a mobile site and a, and a, and a main site. But, but these days, the tools are so good that um, your website should work both as a, a desktop site, a tablet, and a phone. And if, you, if you've if got a Mac, um, I don't think you can do it on Windows, but on a Mac, you can get a window and scrunch it down from being a desktop size to being a mobile size. And your website should should be should work in all those circumstances as you drag that. I don't I, can't, I don't I've tried it with Windows. I don't think it works particularly well, but it certainly works really well with a Mac. Um, and and but if you if if you haven't got that capability, just make sure that you know that you can pull it up on your phone and you can pull it up on your desktop. When we look at people's web analytics, you know the website stats and things behind the, the things behind the websites. Generally, about half the traffic is coming onto a through a desktop, and half is coming through mobile. And Google uh, are focusing on mobile only. You know, in terms of how they analyze your site, how they penalize your site, what they think is an error, uh, because it's it's the harder thing to do to get it to get something to work on that long scrollable screen. We're seeing a lot more websites becoming one page. To be honest. You know, because the design for somebody just to scroll. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good tip. So yeah. you're right. Um, a, our attention span, we all know, is kind of <laughs> diving somehow as humanity progresses. Our attention span's <laughs> diving. And it's because our phones are our appendage. But that's an interesting tip. If you want to consider being user-friendly and optimizing your user experience, your customer mm -hmm. experience, consider a one-page website where... Maybe you don't have the hamburger menu, but people can just scroll, scroll, scroll to find what they need potentially. Yeah. You can tell your story. I, I Personally, I would add a, a hamburger. I know some people don't like the hamburger menus, um, you know, because, you know, so you have a normal menu when it's on a desktop, but crunch right. it down to a hamburger. But basically, as people scroll down the site, they should get the, your story. You know, how your customer journey, if you like. So towards the end, you've got like customer testimonials and all the way through, obviously, peppering call to actions, things to make the customer do things. Because you get people, you know, go, oh, yeah, I like you guys. Yeah, I'll go and dive straight in and put an inquiry in. And then you've got people like me who like to get into the detail, the understanding and so forth. So I'll, I'll scroll down a bit. You know, I don't want to see testimonials. I want to see social proof. I want to see... You know what is all the bits and pieces, and and um, you know, so I'll probably scroll quite quite far down before I'll then do a call to action. But make it really easy, as you know, as as the engaged tools do, you know, to 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 make it to to get that customer journey, capture that journey, and get that call to action. Amazing. I it's funny we have no questions right now, and I think that's because every tip you're giving is so clear. <laughs> You're explaining how we do it. Oh, just got a question. I, I spoke too soon. Let's pop this question up before we wrap up um, our talk today. Clyde mm -hmm. wants to know, how can I keep my website relevant? Is posting a blog post regularly enough? That's interesting. So I feel like the word relevant is, we. you know, how do you keep it? That's a a broad term, you know, how do you keep yeah, it relevant? No. But what are some tips for keeping maybe your website so it is um, yeah. st staying in, staying relevant to like the Google algorithm maybe? Yeah. 
So, well, no, relevant can be, you know, to the customer, to be to be to Google. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, um, most people have spent quite a bit of time des designing their services, designer service pages or product pages and all that sort of stuff. So the area where you have the opportunity to um, uh, sort of develop the site is through blogging, through writing articles. Now, they've got to be informative. They've got to be educational. Now, they can be stories. can be like case studies. Um, nobody really wants to hear about your news, by the way. So if you think, of, I'll put a news up and we'll tell them about what we're doing. You can forget it. It's got to be like, if you if you go to Neil Patel, it's all about how I can help you. That's why we're doing the show today, to give you the information you need in order to, um, to, to understand, to see me as an expert. The world has got to see you as an expert. So in terms of blogging, you know, um, if you're short of time, once a month, and like I said, quality articles, you're better writing 900 words with a nice photo. Or recently, actually, if you go to Neil, he, he will tell you that actually putting a video. So we're now playing around with um, on Fiverr, you know, F-I-V-E-R-R, um, there are people out there who will turn your blog into um, a video. And we've just started doing that ourselves. We've just started to experiment because, you know, Neil flagged up that, you know, people, what you need to keep people on the page longer. So just putting a stock photo up might not be any good soon. Uh, you might have to go, right, I need to put a, you know, a sort of little video up which which talks through the article. And that's what's going to come probably this year and next year, um, you know, because um, in order to get that number one slot, You've got to keep people on the page longer. You've got to stop them from bouncing off. So you've got to make sure that you're taking them to somewhere else. And um, and it's got to be education. You've got to learn something. And, and kind of hope being on the show today, you'll have learned something, uh, you know, uh, from from the uh, from the show. Because um, that's what it's that's what it's got to be. It's got to be, how good are you in your niche uh, niche? So I've got to say the American word niche. <laughs> Incredible. Clyde, I hope that uh, Peter provided you some clarity and some good insights on your question for how you can keep your website more relevant. And as we just learned, posting a blog, if you're going to do it, do it well, right? Make sure it's to some degree in length, it's lengthy to some degree, but also consider things like a video blog and, and kind of stay away from just stock photos. You really want to make it engaging. You want to keep your prospects, your customers, your potential clients on your page as long as possible. There are tools to help you learn where they go on your page, how far down they scroll. <clears throat> uh, let's talk, let's kind of end our talk. Um, Peter, I feel like I could talk to you all day. So <laughs> been great. Awesome. I'm learning so much. If Please, if this, if this information is valuable to you, please drop us a note in the comment section. Let us know. And if you have any questions for Peter, please drop them there. Let's just talk lastly about live chat and bots and forms yeah. and different tools that people can employ on their website to maybe get information, to schedule demos, to have a live agent be there even when they can't answer uh, customers and prospects. So let's just talk quickly about tools and if you have any tips or any examples of tools that you've used for your clients that have been helpful, share that with us. Yeah, so um, you're all familiar with the the standard, you know, fill in this form and we'll get back to you. And nobody ever does, and people have no trust in it and so forth. So now, on the bottom right-hand corner of most good websites, there'll be a little chat bot. And people trust those. And um, even if you're on a low-traffic site, so there's a thing called Tidio, T-I-D-I-O.com. I'm doing this from memory. I didn't write that down, I'm afraid. Um, it's free. There's, there's intercom, there's active uh, campaign uh, as paid for ones, but or, or and I think Zendesk and things do doing them as well. Well, basically, you're looking for a web chat function. Now you don't have to be there to answer it. it you can have it as an app on the phone, so that when the message comes through and somebody from the website is asking you a question, you can you can respond from your from your phone. I'm uh, actually going to pop up engage right now because that is yeah, that um, is something we offer. Um, so we offer live, yeah, live chat, bots, like all of those things so that right. you can have, uh, truly, so that you can provide your customer with an optimized website experience, really. 
okay, so we'll, we'll use the engage process. So you, you've got now this, this um, uh, little button on your site, and people do trust this. Mm -hmm. um, and as long as you put, if, you, if you're not going to be there, going to respond to it quickly, put, resp typically responds in a couple of hours or mm -hmm. responds in a few minutes or, you know, you know, keep make sure your what you what you put on there is what you deliver to, but it's dead easy to respond because it comes by to you by email, right. or it can go into an app. So it's really easy to respond, and if you've got a high traffic site, you can build in sort of little um, into the bot answers to typical questions. So I've got a, a metal manufacturer of metal enclosures so it's a big industry you know it's an industrial thing it's it's the dark satanic mills of, of northern lancashire and um they've got a bot and they've one guy programmed in you know very easily uh, all the sort of an answers to all the questions that people typically people typically ask their phone has gone right down but their orders have gone up because customers middle of the night you know early in the evening or whatever can get answers to their questions so why wouldn't you buy from them? And people do. They've got. I've helped them set up an online shop. So this is a manufacturing business, guys. It's, it's you know, you know, it, with a bit of clean thinking and a lot. Of, I know a lot of people have had to do pivots and stuff during COVID. We, you know, um, you know, there's there's one way that you can digitize even a traditional business, um, but you need the web chat. You need something that will engage it. And and um, I think uh, Marissa and I will be having a chat about the engage tools uh, off 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 after the show to uh, um, because I think we we need to be looking at at these tools. Absolutely, and to me, the fact that our platform is free forever means companies can go ahead and try the tools and not feel like they're committed in any way or that, that, there, that there's a risk, right? Because we're all about optimizing the experience and building trust. And we want to do that as well for people who subscribe to the Engage platform. So this is incredible. And what's also great, you just mentioned this whole live bot, um, the fact that you can build your own bots to actually answer customers' questions. We have that capability. We offer that as a tool on our website. Now, people can go and build their own bots or if they have a developer, the developer can easily go in and build the bots for the website as well. So it can go like your company. If you're just joining us, Peter founded a company 20 years ago. He coaches clients in digital marketing, but he does it one of two ways. He either teaches his clients how to do it themselves or he does it for them. And I feel like our tools on Engage are, are very similar. People can learn and do it themselves or they can take our platform and send the developer right over. And the developer is like, boop, 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 boop. okay, good. You got a bot. You're ready to go, right? Um, I want to say thank you so much again to Clyde. He, Clyde just shared that. Thank you so much, Peter. You answered his question. And he said today's show provided great content, a lot of process and actions to take. Clyde, I have to agree. I learned more today about websites than I even realized there was to learn. Uh, Achochi says he also learned a lot. Thank you so much, Peter, once again. Thank you, Marissa, and the entire Engage team. Thank you so much for tuning in, Achochi. And good luck to you on your endeavor to study marketing. I'm so glad you made that decision to enroll and uh, kick your marketing career into high gear. And Ben is also watching saying, thanks, Peter. He taught us everything we know. Is Ben one of your clients? Uh, Ben's, Ben's the MD, Managing Director of the company that makes metal enclosures that uh, where wow. he's he's my my client who uh, we is sort of um, I'm work, been working with them for uh, I think it's uh, something like 15 and 16 years that's um, over a long time and and they've they've embraced digital marketing they're doing brilliantly they've uh, they're expanding the team um, you know, so all I do is sit with them once a month and we go through things, we go through the metrics and all the sort of things like that. And they've fully embraced it and they're doing a fantastic job. Wonderful. Wonderful. That was an excellent example that you gave us of, you know, how a company was able to take something as simple as a live chat option or a live bot option on their website and allow that to, to really grasp leads and grow their business exponentially. It seems like a simple tool, but you have to take the step to get it on your website in order to reap the rewards. So that's Absolutely. awesome. Great examples, great stories, great insights today, Peter. Now, 
I know that you shared so much that we really didn't have a lot of questions, which is great, <laughs> which is great. You're, you're very, very um, detailed. By the way, Ben, just let us know he's in Lan Lancashire, UK. Lancashire, so, yeah. Lancashire. Lancashire. Thank you so much for tuning in, Ben. So that being said, like I said, we didn't have a lot of questions coming from our audience today. But that being said, if someone wants to reach out to you, Peter, after the show and explore more about what your company does or, you know, look for more advice from you, how would you like our audience to connect with you after the show? Um, yeah, if you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, um, I'd be very happy to uh, to talk to you and uh, connect with you. And, um, you know, and if you it's, we've got some free courses uh, on academy.cub-uk.net so on linkedin and we're just about to launch uh, social media courses free ebooks um and we have a friday morning uh, uh, every two weeks where we talk about digital marketing wonderful oh wow so every friday morning you said it was a talk other friday morning. It's every two weeks yeah so tomorrow's is all about linkedin Wonderful. Well, speaking of LinkedIn, before we get to our engaged digital marketing news of the week, I do want to encourage everybody who's watching, including you, Peter, to make sure after the show, you go to our engage LinkedIn page, click follow, because what that will do is it will keep you updated with all of our future digital marketing intelligence shows and let you know when our shows are airing. It'll let you know when uh, or who our guests will be and what the topics will be. So make sure you take the time to connect with us on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is a huge tool, not only for all of us to bounce around ideas, learn from each other, as we've done today, learning from Peter, but it's a great way to stay connected when it comes to events and all these great LinkedIn live shows. So follow us on LinkedIn. And if you have any questions at all about Engage, you can always connect with me as well on LinkedIn. Peter, thank you so much for your time. I, I feel like we could definitely do a part two. To, oh, yeah. Uh, I love that. <laughs> this topic and even just to some of the other uh, topics in digital marketing. So I want to thank you so much for your time and your insights. And uh, I am going to move on to our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week. Don't forget to connect with Peter on LinkedIn. And now it is time for our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week. So this week, our Digital Marketing News of the Week is all about a brand new feature that LinkedIn just announced called the LinkedIn Learning Hub. It is an expansion of LinkedIn Learning. So let me tell you a little bit about what's going on there. In the announcement, LinkedIn stressed that in a world where skills are the new currency, organizations need a learning solution to help them build those skills at scale. So the World um, Economic Forum predicts that 85 million jobs will go away in the next uh, four years, and 97 million new jobs will actually be created. So that being said, organizations today need to understand the enormity of this shift that we're experiencing and according to findings in 2021 workplace learning report, in that report, upskilling and reskilling are now the top priority when it comes to learning development and professionals globally. So check out the LinkedIn Learning Expansion. It's called the LinkedIn Learning Hub, and it is an expansion of LinkedIn Learning on LinkedIn. That is our Engage Digital Marketing News or Trend of the Week. I wanted to share that with you. If you are just tuning in, maybe you missed the show or you have colleagues that you think would benefit from all of Peter's insights today, make sure that you do follow us on LinkedIn and that is Engage, that is N-G-A-G-G-E on LinkedIn. I'll pop that up again on the screen for you. Follow us there. That way you can share and repost our, our shows with your colleagues. And also be sure to check out Engage.com. That is our website where we offer free forever tools. They are all about optimizing the customer experience. And we have things like live chat, CRM, bots, all these great tools that you can use on your website. They're free forever. And as we learned today from Peter, you not only have to optimize your customer experience and build trust, but you have to do that on your website as well. So take advantage of the free tools we offer at engage.com. 
Don't forget to connect with myself also on LinkedIn, or you can email me if you have any questions at all about our Engage platform, or if you have topic suggestions that you'd like to ask the experts, you can connect with me there. And I want you to tune in next week. Our show will be Tuesday, May 11th at 2 p.m. Eastern. Our guest expert is Patrick Ryan. He will join me to share tips on how to get the data you need from your CRM so that you can utilize valuable growth metrics. All right, everybody. I had so much fun today. Our guest, Peter Dickinson, was amazing. He shared so many wonderful tips on how to make sure that your website is optimized for the best customer experience and to help you grow and uh, get the leads that you want. So thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow us, Engage, on LinkedIn. And that is all for now. We'll see you Tuesday, May 11th at 2 p.m. for our next show with our special guest, Patrick Ryan. See you guys.